0: Welcome to the 315 Podcast. This is Keith along with Chris, and we are excited after a summer of ministry and being off from our podcast and be back together. Chris, and man, it has been a busy summer.
1: It has. We've had a lot of things going on in the life of our church and you know, in our ministries. We've gone on mission trips. We've done BBS, We've done uh, student camp. And now, uh, as we wrap up the summer, we're looking for, forward to an exciting fall. God may do it within our church, but also within our
0: community. Absolutely. And the 315 podcast has been a part of that, folks. The the things that we walked through in the different podcasts earlier this year, we used them this summer. And uh, Chris, part of what we're doing in the fall is is out of those those questions that were generated this summer, the things that we saw, the things that God put on our heart.
1: Yeah, we're excited for that, including today's topic as we talk through Uh, which is overcoming fear to accomplish God's will.
0: And as we think about that, what we want to start out, as we often do, just to remind you, that we want to focus on topics where you are and what's going on in your life. So you can reach out to us at the 315 podcast at jacksonfbc.com. And we will be more than happy to help and to find God's answer. Because the 315 for, uh, part of our podcast is relating to 1 Peter 3 and 15. Which says always be ready to give a reason for the hope that's within us. And, and Chris, it is our our burden as a church that we need to get back to biblical worldview.
1: Amen. And with our uh, topics that we'll be covering, uh, we're excited because they are uh, submitted by our listeners, and so we continue to ask you to share uh, this podcast that may be beneficial to all those that hear, but also knowing where we come from in our heart, that it's not about you or I or just building up our our own selves, but uh, we're hopeful and, and prayerful that this is kingdom beneficial uh, to all that may participate with us
0: absolutely so and so please reach out to us and and give us your topics and also tell people about this get the word out on all the social media platforms that we have about this podcast and again as chris as you already led us into the the topic of overcoming fear to accomplish god's will all of us are torn as believers between fear and faith are we not
1: we are uh and i think you know before uh I came to know Christ, my fear perspective is different than once I come to know Christ. And I know that through our discussion today, we'll discuss a healthy fear and an unhealthy fear.
0: Absolutely, that there is. One of the uh, the websites that, that I looked on, and a great website is, is com. Paul is a, g- a great minister of the gospel and across denominational lines and and if you ever ever want to find just something on a particular topic, he he's re- really a great source. Paultrip dot com, and he he had a great uh, resource on fear, and and he and he said this. He said as Christians, our faith collides with fear in our hearts more than we tend to think that it does. And he gave some he gave some illustrations. Uh, he talked about, for example, being being afraid that we won't be able to pay our bills, so we don't give joyfully. So and then some others we'll get into. Uh, But Chris, how how much of a a role uh, does fear play in robbing us of true faith? I think
1: it can play a a monumental role because um, if we're uh, stuck in a state of fear, then it causes us to become, uh, or can cause us to become either disobedient or um, to revert back to sin. And then, um, or it could be an adverse effect where we have a different view of God where fear uh, we, we think of him as being up there on his throne ready to just strike us down at any moment. And so we uh, have that fear of failing him, um, so then it cripples us to do nothing.
0: You know, when I was younger as a Christian, I, I have such regrets of so much I missed out on uh, just because of the fear that w- was generated yeah. uh, from from the enemy, from my own flesh, uh, and, and, folks, we're going to walk walk down through five or six different uh, areas of fear and give some applications with it, too. Uh, one of the things that, w- that, as I did research years ago on this subject, because I used to really struggle more than I do now, and I've discovered God's pattern for overcoming. Uh, but one of the things I discovered is that fear is a God-given mechanism for protection. Mm-hmm. And, and Chris, you you know that as, as a parent it's, it's a good thing for a kid to have some healthy fear.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Psalm 23, verse 4. Uh, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear uh, evil, for you are with me. And um, your rod and your staff, that comfort me. When I think of that um, from a parent's perspective to the child, um, I put in guidelines or boundaries uh, so that they can excel in and not uh, prohibit them from having enjoyment, but but for their safety um, so that they would thrive. I want to think of some of the parameters that God um, has, you know, requested of believers. It's not to, you know, make me uh, act a certain way in, in sense of um, where I have to be down on myself or I'm in rebellion, but it, instead it's for the beneficial that I know he's with me and in, in those guidelines are good barriers Uh, So that I can can accomplish what he's what he
0: has for me. When I thought about thought about this, when I wrote this down for us as we talked through it, it hit me before the fall. Fear, fear as that gift from God, never had the negative connotation of what it robs us from. It always benefits us. Four hundred thirty-seven times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Scripture uses the word fear. It, it only uses it as a God-given mechanism for protection, but, folks, as you listen, they lean in here. It is a metaphor for us having all awe, A-W-E, of who God is. We, we see that throughout Scripture that we would, for instance, in Philippians 1, it talks about how that Paul it was in awe of who God is. And so fear was, was a good thing. Adam and Eve, did they not? That They had a healthy fear of God.
1: They did, and um, Hosea chapter three reminds us too. Uh, when uh, God used that prophet uh, to uh, go and get his wife back, he used it as a, a metaphor too of how God sought after Israel. But in the ending part of that passage, he says, "In the later days, or the latter days, uh, people will come to a fear of God, which is like you said, an awe of of who He is. But it's really in all of what Jesus accomplished on the cross um, and. And that He took the place for me uh, that I could not pay, and and gave me a life that I did not deserve.
0: So that that's a, that's what we would say. The first two thoughts about about fear—they're healthy in the fact it's a mechanism of protection, and also so we have awe of God. And I've grown and understand what that is. The Bible says it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of, of a holy God, and it is a fearful thing. The King James uses that means that it shows us who He is. But what, you're, what you the podcast is about and the person that, that sent this in, actually many people have, have talked to us about this, how do you overcome the, the fear to accomplish God's will? So it leads us to the third, which means this, that, that fear can be a sinful response to what requires faith. Mm-hmm. Pa- Paul, Tripp, Paul Tripp used an illustration. He says, when we have this kind of fear, we're afraid to leave the comforts of what's predictable. And so we don 't step out into that ministry opportunity that we what we have in proverbs twenty nine and twenty five what I actually did uh, folks as you 're listening to the podcast, I went through and and searched through all the New Testament references for fear and then then went back because there's so many in the Old Testament it would take a long long time but here 's one from the Old Testament I thought really stuck out to me proverbs twenty nine and twenty five the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord I love this Chris. Is safe now. You know, when we get out there in a in a moment where fear can come, it, it oftentimes isn't it that we're struggling to whether to trust God or not.
1: Yeah, we are, and and I guess that would be a good way to determine uh, where our fear comes from. Is it um, a biblical fear that's healthy, or is it one that's uh, I guess self serving or or um, you know of our flesh. And and I think once we determine that, it kind of helps helps us move forward in, in, in the right path.
0: It absolutely does. And, folks, one of the things, too, that, that I found out in a younger person was I didn't know who God was uh, in, in the greatness of who he is and his ability. For example, Luke 12 and 5, Jesus said, "Do, do why do you fear men who can only kill the body? Why don't you mm-hmm. fear God who can also kill the soul and cast you into hell? Fear him. But I, I realize this, too, that, that there were things when when you when fear is sinful, it's when you put things above God yeah. that they, they have more, for example, like d- disease. In Luke 8 and 50, when the, we read that a few weeks ago, actually months ago now, uh, in, in the series on spiritual awakening where that the man came to Jesus and said, will, will you come and heal my daughter? And she died, and the Scripture says, he said, do not fear, only believe. There are things that are legitimate fears, if you don't have, am, am I right, yeah. without a relationship with God.
1: Yeah, without that relationship, there's no security.
0: And, oh, a, that's a good word.
1: And that's. I think that's that's a healthy reminder for each of us, is that when we, um, even the Psalm 23 passage that I mentioned, it says that your rod and your staff that comfort me, meaning that that person's leaning into the shepherd mm-hmm. and knowing that they have... Um, you know, authority or control, and and that you can find rest in them. And I think that that's a good reminder
0: there of, of where we find our rest, but also uh,
1: how we move forward in, in the healthy respect.
0: And part of that rest is, is I think of it this way, and folks, lean into this. Matthew 10, 28 says, fear not, for you are more valuable. And it goes into all these things you're more valuable in. Fear sometimes is that we just don't trust God. Mm -hmm. that he cares for, just like you care for your child and I care for mine, sometimes they don't think we're really going to protect them. Yeah, And and I know you know this, God's not going to put you in a place saying, this is what I want you to do if it's going to hurt you.
1: Yeah. When I was uh, young in ministry, I was uh, serving in a place where we were trying to jumpstart missions. And uh, we had done local missions uh, and we'd done, uh, some stateside side projects, and we were looking at doing our first international uh trip and uh we were in the meeting, and we were discussing allow uh, the q and a time uh to go and and I had a parent um who was really just i don't i don't think this is right we shouldn't be doing mm-hmm. that that can be um what all the what if scenarios and then I had one parent who was uh, kind of on the fringe a little bit, had a couple of kids who were uh, in high school and she said, well, if this is where God's wanting us to go, then I'm all in. Um, and the, and the lady said, well, what happens? Um, you know, what, what are you going to do if something happens to your daughter? And she said, well, I've come to trust that whatever happens good or bad, as long as she's in the will of God, he'll have her secure. And I think that was a turning point to where we were able to go on the mission trip, um, a big thing, because it helped put in reality of when we place our trust in God, uh, we're giving ourselves over to him and that, yes, he does secure us, um, not just here, but for eternity. And, and when we keep eternity in, in the mindset, then it helps us to know that uh, though our lives are vapor, um, he's still alongside us for, for whatever he's called us
0: to. I, I can imagine as you say that, uh, back to my days, so like, well, how do you know if God's in that yeah. or God's not in that? Well, folks, h- here it is. Uh, fear is, sometimes God puts that fear in you on the opposite side. It, what I call it, it's a lack of peace. Hmm. If there's no peace about doing something, then then you don't do it. Yeah. But But you have to determine the difference. Yeah, because sometimes it can be fearful. Sometimes it can be peace. Which leads us to this: that say, all right, all right. I know fear is real. It can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. How do I know the difference? Well, how you know the difference is is what is the goal, and what you're striving for. Hmm. For example, in ministry, uh, the person who asked this was was relating about ministry. You know, why do I always have fear when I'm getting in front of someone? Why do I always have fear of my ability, and, and for, for me, that means that God's asking you to do something. Yeah, and there's a big difference than it is uh, whether or not I should get on top of a building and jump off. Well, yeah. I'm not going to do that because that's a, that's a true fear. Like I'm going to die if I jump <laughs> off the building. Yeah. but but let, let's let's continue down down that. Uh, you you said something that that's what really is part of the application. Uh, you said once you become a believer, that changes. Mm-hmm. And, and let's look at it this way, folks. The moment of salvation, we change our position. We're born again in Christ, Second Corinthians yeah. five seventeen. We now have a have a different leader. It's the holy the Holy Spirit is now leading us, whereas before. And and the Scripture says that God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. So so, Pastor, how did it change for you? Uh, maybe you were not fearful. Maybe maybe you were just. Uh, aggressive as a young man and
1: no, uh, no definitely was not aggressive I didn't, th- I didn't think so <laughs> I uh, uh in fact I know we've kind of joked about it a little bit here and there and, and you're similar uh with the introverted um mm-hmm. state I mean uh Catherine jokes with me all the time um, because I would be content uh, with not going out or uh, not Amen. going to events but just staying home and and spending time together there and, and just the quality time, um, in that. And so the, the fear of being called, uh, to be a minister of the gospel, uh, was, was real because I was trying to weigh through on, is that just my intention or my want? Because, uh, I've seen the benefits of, you know, mentors or, um, is this something that, that was of God? And, and so I had the fear of public speaking, um, where I would fumble through everything, and and even doing something simple as talking in a microphone across from mm-hmm. from you, um, you know, fifteen, ten, ten, fifteen years ago would have been, I would have dreaded or or been uh, just shaking as as I've done this, and no one's in the room with us except us and and John, but but uh, I know that uh, at, at, there was a turning point of. Of where I said, "All right, God, if this is what you're calling to me um to do um then i'm I believe you and and I know that you 'll see me through and and you 'll guide me and it was uh a giving over to the holy spirit uh that was the transition where uh i I was like okay i 'm in and and through that, I know the first you know a few times we joke about uh, when we get in front of people and speak that it was bad or and, and I and I, I had those moments, but uh, what, what it also did was it drew me closer and closer to the Holy Spirit to say, "Okay, I realize I can't do this on my own. I can't accomplish what He wants me to do um, in my own power. I have to give myself over to the Holy Spirit if if I'm going to be able to do this calling at all."
0: Let me let me jump in with you there yeah. because that's the key difference in Christianity yeah. than in self help. Self help says build yourself up. I think I looked at a website, like 15 ways, yeah. you know, 15 ways to think you have have real faith uh, and be foolish. It didn't say that. I changed mm-hmm. the title. But it is not only your position changes before God, that you're His now, but that perspective changes. Yeah. And folks, we're not, and if you miss everything else that we talk about today, if you can get this perspective, what pastor's talking about is uh, we did not, I love this, we did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, we receive Romans eight fourteen the spirit of adoption,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or that now we call him Papa. Yeah. And so what I've learned is what you've said. And, folks, it may be that you're being called to be a parent, foster parent. It may be that you're calling to a job. It may be something that you just was totally out of your comfort zone. It may be as a student that you're going to speak for your entire high school. Yeah. Uh, it, it could be you're going to military. I, I don't know what it is. But if God called you to it, it is his power in you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's when you get to the point of surrender um, that it opens your eyes to what he has for you. And in the surrendering moment is not you throwing in the white flag. It's that Lord, whatever you call me right. to, I'm saying yes. And and it may not look the prettiest as we do it, but that's, uh, that's where we grow and we learn and and uh, we know that God's with us in the process. So,
0: folks, he, here it is. The the flesh uh, comes get insta, against us as a Christian says we can't. But fear is a healthy thing when it gets you in the parameters of what you need to be. It means the awe of God. But it's, if you don't respond in faith, fear becomes a sinful thing. Mm. When you're saved, new new position, new perspective. But, but, but this is important. You need to hear this, folks. Don't beat yourself up if you're fighting through it now, here was a scripture I came across, Pastor, 1 Corinthians 2 and 3. Paul said this to the Corinthian church, and and this just don't sound like Paul because we know this has to be God. He said, I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. There are things that you face that even as you trust God, it is absolutely scary to do it. It is.
1: And and when he pulls you out of your comfort zone, you're going to have that fear or that perspective when you're like, okay, the only way I would do this is if it was of God.
0: That's the key. Um,
1: yeah, and that that's the key, that it's not um, any self-ambition. Um, and then I'd, I'd go even further to, um, you know, one of the fears that we can have um, or, or that can drive that fear is uh, our success um, is how we compare mm. ourselves to others because, uh, you know, you and I are uh, called to vocational ministry. Uh, but if I were to co- compare myself to where you are now, I'd be like, man, I don't have what it takes. Um, and that, that's a testimony, uh, testament to where God has grown and stretched you in in double the years that I've been in ministry. Yes, um, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> but but for me, it would be wrong. And, and I know young young people are when you're first. That's a good word um, getting into it, you can fall into that trap. Well, um, you know, I'm called to teach, but now when I compare myself to someone who's been teaching 10 plus years, I'm going to feel very small when I compare myself to them instead of buying into what God has equipped
0: me to do for
1: that moment for that moment. And so, uh, those are some things to be mindful of as well.
0: So that, that means that when you're in this position and God gives you a new perspective and you have that moment where, where fear comes, folks, listen to this, lean into this, God's calling us to grow in our faith. One of the applications that Paul Tripp uses, he said, some people, uh, when their faith collides with fear, it's because of this. We're afraid to leave. the. Uh, listen to this. We're, we're afraid of failure. Mm. So so we don't attempt to make the most of the gifts that God has given us. Here's a great scripture, 2 Corinthians 7, 1. We are to cleanse ourselves from every defilement of the body and spirit and bring holiness to completion in the fear of God pastor if we if we walk in the, in the spirit and walk in obedience our our faith will grow yeah. and you'll find it and I, I, this is a, can be a trap i hate to use the word but it's true it becomes easier to do what before was was unnerving mm-hmm. and that's what you're talking about through these yeah. years
1: yeah it, it definitely is and uh because the comforts there and you're more aware of the comfort um, some some people uh, who are young, uh, and I, I went through this as well, of how do you know the Holy Spirit's within you? Um, and, and I think when you start moving into the will of God and, and doing what he's called you to do, you become more aware of his presence and that you don't want to leave that presence either. Um, and so that's where you start sensing the comfort of the Holy Spirit or or you start realizing that when you're carrying out the calling that it wasn't you that was speaking. It was the Holy Spirit guiding your tongue.
0: So you're, you're saying, because that's what Scripture says. Yeah. And we're saying that Scripture says I, we're not stirring up faith in ourselves. Correct. Yes. Uh, in Ezekiel, it was our reading uh, for this past, past week. Uh, and, and he says this, Ezekiel 36 and 26, he, he's speaking for God. I'll give you a new heart, a new spirit. I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I'll put my spirit within you, and here it is, and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my my rules. I, I found this to be when your perspective changes, you now can tell the flesh. I, I, I love this. I'm not afraid. Yeah. You know, Jesus in Matthew 14, when Peter had that, that moment that he wanted Jesus to begin his ministry, I mean, to begin his rule, Jesus put him in the boat. And remember, they were sinking. And Jesus came walking them into the water, and he said these words. And I want to tell you this, whether, whether I'm before three people speaking or a thousand, I sometimes remember Jesus saying this, do not be afraid, it is I. Yeah. And that that's the whole thing. Uh, when, when faith is where it should be, folks, you can overcome because it's, it is the great I. And this is a crazy illustration, but I always think about it because uh, we we had a pickaninny's growing up, and that was the most cowardly dog. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, if a uh, a little small insect came and he saw, he jump. But he would fight a bulldog if my mom was with him. Hmm. She was the eye for him. Yeah. And and some of us have relied on parents. We've relied on our education because God will not will not allow His honor. To be challenged. So if I'm trying to do it in my flesh, pastor, I'll fail. Yeah. If If I'm trying to stir up, stir up faith and, and it, it's going to be for the wrong perspective, but boy, when, when it's, it's the great second, excuse me, Galatians 2 and 20, it's no longer Christ, uh, it no longer I, but Christ. Yeah. And, and I just, I just believe that for somebody listening today, God's given you an assignment. He's given you ability, but now he's asking you to have faith.
1: Yeah. And I would also encourage, um because sometimes our fear can come about in who we surround ourselves with.
0: Oh yeah, that's true.
1: Um and so sometimes we may feel inadequate because people have told us we're inadequate or maybe we have scared our you know fears of doing things because others have fear of doing those things. Uh one of the fears I inherited um <laughs> and in, in really the the main one that can stop me in my tracks is uh, the fear of snakes that my mom had growing up. Hmm. If, even if we had a toy snake, we had to have it out of the house. Um, and, and, uh, and so it, that just kind of bred in into my life that now I don't like, if there's a snake, I just go the opposite direction. Um, and, and so sometimes we can inherit fears by who we surround ourselves with that aren't of God, uh, but are of the flesh or from others. And and so sometimes we're called to do things um, that would be of God, but we have a fear source uh, based off of who we allow to speak truth to our lives or are allowed to speak anything into our lives. And so we have to be mindful to um, to kind of differentiate the two of, of where our source comes from.
0: Well, the classic example always used in, in faith moments is David and Goliath. Yeah, You know, his brothers were older. Uh, much more mature in many physically and everything, but they bought into the fear of, of their king, and the fear of everybody yeah. else around them. But David was not exposed to that because he came that very day, having grown in his faith in God. And he even said in that yeah. classic passage, First Samuel seventeen, "You you come to me with sword, but I come to you in the name of the Lord." Yes. And and folks, I, I Philippians two twelve to thirteen says, "Work work out your salvation with fear." and trembling, awe of God, trembling that you would not do it yourself, for God who worked in you is able to work through you to complete it. And that's just so amazing, uh, folks, as you lean into this with us, because when fear comes, you have a choice. Hmm. You have a choice to try it in your ability, or if you're saved, you try it in God's ability. And if you're not saved, your your, your false God is, I can do it. Uh, and some things you can do because God, God, even in that God gives mercy. Yeah, He does,
1: and um, you know, if it's like a fear of the dark or you know, simple fears that we that we put in front of us, you know, that would be of ourselves. But uh, as you mentioned earlier, uh, when God calls us to do something, then when we rely on that, um, we know that it comes from a healthy place, and so being able to differentiate. Eight, the two before we move forward helps in, in our perspective.
0: And then let me throw this verse into the mix with us today. Hebrews thirteen six and you're getting ready to teach through it. Uh, uh, Hebrews this fall, and the students going to be great. Here's what it says. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper, hmm. and I will not fear what men can do to me. I, I find this to be that fear is a healthy thing when it drives you to God. Yeah. Uh, because you know I'm at the place in in my journey by the grace of God. I would be a f- fearful not to do what He told me to do. Yeah. Because yes, I, I am older than you are, and and I have that. I feel like I'm either in my third quarter of of the game of my life or I'm starting the fourth. I don't know which it is, um, but either way, I'm I'm looking where I'm going, yeah. and and I I want to stand before Him. And for him to say, Keith, you did what I wanted you to do. And so, folks, as you listen today, let that be the the healthy fear that drives you. Because I wrote this down that you would have a healthy fear that would lead you to greater obedience. Yeah, because Paul had that kind kind of love and care and fear for God, and it drove him. Yeah. All the apostles had that kind of fear, and. My mother, who I revere, and my grandmother, who had great faith, there was that fear of them. They would say to us, You don't want to not do God's will. Yeah. And, and so when you can determine that, you can move forward.
1: Yeah, and speaking to that too, um, you know, I don't fear to be disobedient because of what God um May or may not do to that's
0: me. That's right. That's right. Uh,
1: I, I have a fear of being disobedient by not accomplishing what he has for me.
0: Because oh, you love him.
1: Because I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, and that and that's where that that change comes from. And and knowing that he uniquely gifted me to carry out the mission that others would know who he is. Um, to me comes as a, as a great joy that, who am I? That's right. Who am I that he would choose to say. Uh, I'm going to call you to this. Who am I that he would, you know, put a blessing on? Um, And and it's it's who he um, wanted to accomplish something through. And and so I know that whatever he's called me to, he's equipped me to that. The person that he places before me or the people uh, would come to a greater knowledge of who he is. And I don't want to fail him, not because I'm afraid of hell, but because I'm thankful for heaven and thankful for the work.
0: And so that's yes, that leads you to have a healthy, wanting to represent Him, yeah. Uh, in, in whatever area that may be, uh, for example, Paul Tripp going back to his application, he says when we have the wrong kind of fear. For example, he said if you're in a Bible study, let's just say the college group is in a in a Bible study, you're afraid of looking stupid, yeah, in front of that group. So you don't ask the question that God's put on your heart that maybe 20 others in the room would have. Uh, and I think things like that that are important. And, folks, because usually when, at least I, in my mind, people's pushback to me a lot of times will be this. Well, you're talking about becoming a preacher, mm-hmm. and that's the, the faith thing. But I'm not. The, that is part of the dynamic that God may be calling you, you to do that. But life itself yeah. is either a fear life or a faith life. So this brings me to this all important encompassing question in our time, and I'm looking. Our time's flying by today. Yeah. I've missed our times together like this. We've been doing it, folks, out on mission, but it's not like this uh, and together. Here's a question that we want to talk about together for a few minutes. What does it mean then, if I'm a believer? I'm, I'm a believer, and I know all these things we've talked about, and what Amen them sitting in church, with my head up and down before I go to sleep. Uh, in that. <laughs> but what what if I still live in fear what 's that saying
1: um, that i 'm not driven by faith okay uh, i would I would indicate in, in uh, you know we 've already discussed healthy fear and unhealthy fear and and there 's still some things that you know the fear that i 'm in is more of in awe but there 's still some moments where I battle the flesh. Um, and, and it's not until uh, my battle in prayer uh, that I'm ever able to overcome that fear and so um i would I would say that it would be a battle of our faith uh, with him as well
0: let me tag that cuz you exactly i believe according to scripture yeah. not according to keith's opinion according to scripture you're exactly right and let me tag back to what you said earlier about wanting to please god listen to this awesome verse in first john one of the great faith moments of my life is when i when I went, went through first john and really let it change my life first john 4 and 18 says this there is no fear hmm. in love because perfect love cast out fear. It's not not our love, but God's love for us. Is what we're saying. And then it says this: for fear has to do with punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfected in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so they, they, at that point, I, when I have these moments, I, I wrote this down. It's time that I grow in my love. Yeah, it's time that I grow. It's time that I grow in my faith. And you said it earlier. It's also time that we grow in our surrender. Yeah. You know, Jesus, it, it, speaking to the churches in Revelation 2, in verse 10, he said, Do not fear, for your suffering will only be for a short period, and then I'll perfect you in that. And so, folks, today, uh, don't beat yourself up, but pick yourself up. The more the more I love Jesus, the, the more that I trust. You know, someone illustrated it this way, uh, Pastor, that uh, they said that 20 times— they They jumped jumped off off of, off of a play playground thing into their dad's arms, but on the twenty first time they jumped off, he was distracted and he dropped them, and they never jumped out again. I can tell folks right now God'll never drop you yeah uh, he he never I fail him uh but he but he never fails us and and we can share illustrations about that mm. but the, here's a, here's another thing that that you can talk to I know as well. Not only do we need to grow, in this is our application for our time, but not only we need to grow in our faith and to surrender more and more to God, but don't we need more experience, just experience and faith moments instead of fear moments?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it, it's a good, uh, I find encouragement that he's called me to those because, yeah. you know, as I mentioned earlier, who am I? But I think out of the billions in, <laughs> that he's created and, you know even more so over all the generations um that he would call me into his plan and that's not you know i know uh that it, it kind of seems surface but but it's it's real because as we grow in our love for him we realize that man there is a specific calling that he has and and
0: because of that it's 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 what drives you to want to move forward and you and you will i hate to use this word but i think it's a proper word right now you will attempt things for God yeah. because you know He believes in you and He's put it inside of you. Yeah. Whereas before you were like, "Nah, that's that's no, not who yeah. I'm going to be." There's an example in the Old Testament that, that I use as, and it was the example when I was, was studied it years ago that it changed changed me. To, I really think I came to a place of of deeper faith and, and, and crushing fear. I'm writing a book right now on the life of David, and, and it comes from that First Samuel thirty. When he had tried to to be out of, to be in down with the Philistines, he stayed there sixteen months. And when it came time to go to battle against against Israel, uh, the kings of Philistines says, "No, you're not going." They sent him back to where he'd been staying in Ziglag. I think he was using it as an opportunity to, to get at them, but that's another part of the message. But he came back, and the city had been burned. His family and the six hundred other families that they had left behind, because they were soldiers' families, were gone. And the Bible says that they wept, they couldn't weep. And the Scripture says he was extremely weak. And it said even his soldiers gave thought to kill him. Mm-hmm. And the Scripture says, and he strengthened himself in the Lord. Yeah. And, it, and Spurgeon said it this way, finally David came back into fellowship and said, God, I'm sorry. And, folks, I'm going to tell you this. As many times as maybe you fail before, it's over when you say, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then David began again doing what God, he started praying again. Yeah, uh, he he just he consulted God. He he walked where God wanted him to do. Psalm thirty four and four is one of those those latch pin verses for me. He said this: I sought the Lord, and He delivered me from all my fears. Mm-hmm. And and folks, a, as you listen to this now, I just, I just want to tell you that that's where it is. That's where it is. If you're not a Christian, let Him come into your life and make you a yeah. new person. If you are a Christian, find out who He is deeper, change your perspective. Yeah. Trust Him in the power of surrender to the Holy Spirit. Here, here's a great psalm for you to take away, Psalm 27. Over and over in Psalm 27, God is saying that He gives us gives us fee, not fear but faith. And, and, Chris, this has been an exciting day to just get back together, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, it has, and I'm grateful for this. And as you listen in, there may we may have prompted more questions. And, and so we ask that you would reach out to us um, in the... Uh, description of our channel. There's ways that you can connect with us. And so we ask that you would uh, reach out to us um, in that way. And we give thanks again uh, that you continue on uh, listening. And so uh, as you uh, are thinking throughout your day and praying, if there are more questions or concerns that you have, please don't hesitate to reach out. And we'd love to listen um, and, and help minister to you as well. And so we thank you again, and we hope you have a blessed day.